420, number 68? Seven. 67. Getting ahead of ourselves. All right. First time smoke. Well, not first time smoking in a couple weeks, but it was close. I just started smoking a couple days ago. How's that been going for you? Good. I I really enjoy smoking weed. (laughs) (laughs) Was it stronger? You like lose your... Oh, yeah. Did you, you know, I didn't faster. sit there and blaze up right. a bunch because my, you know, like chest has been <clears throat> pretty like heavy. I can still but, hear it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, like, I, I don't know. Do you guys have like addictive personalities? Because for me, going 12 days without smoking or whatever was no big deal. It's not like I was waking up thinking, gosh, I wish I could smoke or going to bed thinking that I wish I could smoke or, you know, any of that stuff. It's just like, it is Mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, I mean, I know people say, well, I could quit anytime I wanted to. I mean, when I quit for, you know, um, probation and for military and shit like that, it was never any like sweat. There was never like, jones in or i don't even think i thought about smoking weed once in basic training you know wasn't, i feel like you're also busy doing other yeah it's different yeah. when you're like yeah. yeah you have no choice yeah it makes it different though when i was at that wilderness program with a bunch of high school kids they oh, like god i wish really i could have it right now <laughs> all drugs and food the whole time it's like oh mcdonald's if i had a joint today yeah. you know maybe like sex too that's how it was in basic training a lot of people like um, were just jonesing for food, you know, because you could only eat what you got in the defect. And, um, you know, we had a couple people that would sneak out and go to, you know, like the PX and try to, you know, get candy bars and shit like that. But again, that stuff has never really been an issue for me where I've needed to, like, you know, go out and, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah where you're just like addicted to some food or you know whatever it might be yeah i mean i love bread <laughs> i do too that's, that's one thing i would hate to I, you know I, I do love bread you know i haven't eaten bread in a couple months now and i had some pizza uh not too long ago and it, you know it actually was a fucking tasted like shit but Bread, I thought was going to be one of the harder things to give up because I really like, you know, like ciabatta bread with some olive oil. And I haven't even thought about that since I've stopped, you know, having it. I've stopped as well, but it's just when I do have a piece, (coughs) I want to eat as much as I can. Yeah. Last time I had a piece, I was like instantly like started feeling like a headache was coming on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What kind of bread were you eating? Just a fucking baguette from a legit bakery that was actually like made well. Yeah. And you guys are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> you're you, can't, you can't handle your bread, man. <laughs> you're using your bread for a crust, bro. <laughs> you can't handle your bread. I like the idea of being able to eat or, you know, uh, smoke or whatever with <coughs> some sort of control. Like, I think there are times where there are definitely cravings. <coughs> But just not, you know, just being able to Excuse go in between eating it and not eating it mm-hmm. and choosing when is what I prefer. Like, I don't like the idea of necessarily demonizing something that isn't 
I don't know. I'm not saying right. bread is great for you. You don't like and demonizing the um, Roundup that's in our fucking That's bread. not what I was talking the about. Wheat. But uh, <laughs> just the idea of certain, whatever substance it is that you ingest. Right. I just wanted to bring this up because of the amount of times the word pussy gets said on this. Have you, has anybody ever heard the word pussillanimous? Pussillanimous. No. Is that it? So I came across this thing that was saying uh, pussy's not like the the word pussy as an insult was wasn't about like a woman's anatomy it's supposed to be short for the wood word pusillanimous uh, and the word is showing lack of courage or determination or timid that's how i usually use oh, wow, it when i'm calling somebody that's a really pussy true. Well, that's a real what's word what's the origin uh, of that word I, I, whether or not it's actually right. the origin i've been vindicated right yep pusillanimous just for this particular thing, okay? <laughs> what is? Okay, what is? Lacking courage, cowardly. Wow. And that is what we mean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It doesn't, wow, that would be crazy. Yeah, because when you're if, calling someone, if, uh, when you're saying you're being a fucking puss, you're not like saying you're being a woman's anatomy. Right. But it is fun to call someone a vagina, yeah. too. That's like... <laughs> you know, it's a very I mean, specific type of person. Though, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Let's hear more about the specific type of person. What? That's a vagina versus a pussy. <laughs> yeah, like what are the differences? Because you're you're oh. hinting that there's there like, is a difference. Well, like if I got a friend that's like you know we're uh, I don't know say maybe is, says he'll go skateboarding with me on Sunday and then Sunday comes and he's like. Man, I don't know. My legs are kind of sore from jujitsu yesterday. Like, and I'm like, Running like first, first he's being a pussy, right? But then as he keeps on whining and he's like, no, man, I don't know, you know. And then I got a, I got dinner at like, I got lunch at two o'clock with my girlfriend. And then I'm like, well, man, now you're sounding like a wet vagina. Like, yeah, you're not, yeah, you've it's gone. Like, it's consistency, right? Yeah, yeah. You know the, like you can be a puss, and then you suck it up, right? And it's different, but a vagina is somebody who just keeps at it. So You're it's like, worse. A vagina is worse. Well, it's... It's not worse. It's a specific type of, like... It's but long, you're adding consistency. It's long-term so it's like pussiness. Puss. Exactly. So it's worse, right? <laughs> well, what's a dick? Like, what's a guy that's being a dick? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, being a, you know, kind of going to the same thing as being an asshole mm. right or a prick yeah prick that's fine well that means dick too yeah. <laughs> so. well you know we're talking about words here because people didn't know the origin of puss, puss. Yeah. yeah that's great so. that is interesting because everybody always says oh it's a you're saying women are you know yeah. they make it into that thing Lindsay one time she got so pissed at me. I mean not one time she got pissed at me like <laughs> Lots of a, times. a ton of times but because I called somebody a pussy and she's like, that's so derogatory towards women and all of this bullshit. And I heard about that for fucking days and days and days. Right. And then as she got a little bit tougher down the road, she was talking about someone and you know, she's like, he's such a fucking pussy. And I was like, Oh, so it's okay for oh, you wow. to say yeah, it. Yeah, but, it yeah. <laughs> Maybe she was just showing you that she understands what you're saying now. And so that's why she used it. Well, yeah. I mean, she got a little tougher too. It's, I mean, you can't be a pussy and call someone a pussy. 
you, you know what I'm saying? That's like... That's yeah. being a vagina. Yeah, <laughs> it's being a vagina. <laughs> so... Uh, Words yeah. are so funny. Yeah. So she toughened up, and then she was able to utilize it. I'm good. You're being a pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. Well, I'm unanimous. <laughs> we should just start rhyming. <laughs> I've sent Amanda a few like rhymes like that where <laughs> something like that has occurred, and get a good laugh out of it. It is funny. So. I do feel vindicated now, and I might start using that a lot more. I mean, it wants to come out. It, it makes me feel like I can use it a lot more now without anybody like... Is it one S? Because I got a rebuttal S's? now. It's one S. And is it an I at first? It's an I, yeah. It's Two L's? One L. So I wonder, like, at what point in time that was used? Like, what era was pusillanimous yeah. used? Sounds like some 1800 shit. Because I've never heard well, that's it. That's why I was asking, like, it what's the like origin of this word? And, and, Where did yeah. it come from? Yeah. It's Latin for you're being a fucking <laughs> I think it ends O-U-S, so it cannot be. But that is... This, this part says uh, destitute of manly. So it has that in there, too. Mm. Or courageous strength and firmness of mind of weak It's spirit. two L's, by the way. Um, evincing. Yes, you should. Uh, yeah, evincing or characterized by weakness of mind and want of courage, feeble. Let me see where it comes from. Timid, lacking strength and firmness of mind from late Latin. Animus. Pusillanimus. Having little courage. Used in church Latin to translate Greek. What does pusil mean then? <laughs> well, What's I'm the Latin word for for pussy? What does that mean? The Latin, Latin pussilus, <laughs> diminutive pullus, young animal. Um, from root pow, few little animus, spirit, courage. So related to animus, little little animus. This is what I'm saying as well. It says P A U. Because you're on the same fucking we page. Are? <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Coolio. <laughs> well, I found this. Why you didn't know? I was just covering ground. So how? I wonder how same it got. Ground, like case. then, how did it? You know, like you're turn into a, yeah, a body part, though. Right, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. If the word. Uh -huh. So there probably is still some... Through perversion. Yeah, because with the way words evolve and stuff... Like some dude's fucking an animal, and then they're like, oh, wait a second, this reminds maybe, me maybe, of... Maybe, okay, let's try this out. Let's try it out. Maybe a woman's vagina, and then they're like, oh, puss. <laughs> I think it comes from pussycat, and I think it comes from women that were calling... I, I've, I've met some weird chicks that refer to it as a kitty... Or they're... Well, so I was going to say, like, a cat sometimes runs away, right? It's skittish. It can seem like it's cowardly or whatever. Hmm. So maybe, like, those two were in the same yeah. world. Hmm. 1690s pussy cat. A diminutive of puss. 1690s? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> also used of a rabbit in the 1700s. As a term of endearment for a girl or woman in the 1580s. Oh, 1580s. My pussy. How are you? <laughs> also used of effeminate oh men. 
So effeminate men, okay. like oh. cat-like or whatever. So it did already kind of um, have that intention. Yep. Well, um, pusillanimous seems like it was predating that, though. Which came first? Ooh. The p- pusillanimous well, or the puss? Yeah. <laughs> well, Latin has been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And they said um, late Latin, though, right? So kind of towards the end. Yeah, and then in 1870, you know, the late 1800s, became for slang for female pudenda. What, what that means. is pudenda? <laughs> from the Latin yeah. word puta. Right, really. <laughs> um, from Old Norse pus, which means pocket or pouch. Sorry, that was my um, Perhaps instead oh. from the word cat, soft, warm, furry thing. <laughs> We're going in deep. <laughs> so you can see how like words evolve into each other, too. Like You can see how... You know, we like relate all those things. It could be, a, you know, that thing, the pusillanimous, came from a similar root. Well, and language then, is very dynamic, so I think yeah. it's not so do you like think, easy to pinpoint. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if this is like a lame thought or not, but it popped into my head. And we talked a little bit about it last night. But like, so dolphins, they say, have a language, right? So do you think regional dolphins have a different like dolphin dialect? Mm -hmm. And then I wonder if because just of the evolution of language, (laughs) (laughs) right? The East Coast dolphins. (laughs) I think they've confirmed it with whales. I'm not too sure about dolphins, but I I know for sure on the maybe it was on the no, it wasn't on Blackfish. There's another documentary that was like just on whales. Where this guy was showing how they didn't just have like very sophisticated language and like dialects, but they all had their own like songs that were known in like each region. So he could actually like at a point recognize the chorus in some of their songs, oh, okay. and and the whales would know the same chorus. They'd have like a, a like a straight up like a structure like we would write, where it's like a verse, a chorus, a different verse, a chorus. It's and, like birds too, right? Like birds have that. Do that? Like the same species? Calls, yeah. Different things. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, I wonder if if, if, uh, if one ends up in Australia or whatever, and then they, they had that call, then that call changes because then they interact. With yeah, the Australian them. ducks, are, are they different that, than the American right. ducks? But yeah. Are you saying that whales are singing or yeah. talking? No, they're singing because they, so like, the they had their like normal. Right. Well, but we could say the same for us. Yeah, well, we talk, sing melodically or whatever <laughs> we do talk melodically that yeah. is true but do you think that yeah. when they're singing it's and we do have patterns like the same thing a, of a language that it's got like the meaning to it behind yeah. it yeah. like do you think other yeah. whales are like I think listening to the they, tune or they're like looking for the message <laughs> in the fucking well, song. Question. Well, yeah, it depends what you mean by listening for the tune or whatever. Well, so like a lot because of times when I'm doing that, when, when I'm listening to music, a lot of times I'll just, I don't even know the fucking words. I'll just, Oh, that sounds right. But cool. what's it doing to but, you though? It's, it's doing something to you. It's sure. Not, you know, but then there's some music that you listen to and you're like, oh, that's fucking deep because the lyrics, the right? Words, yeah. yeah. But it's like coming mm-hmm. from a place of pleasure versus just mm-hmm. communicate. Like, are you are you saying like, do they listen to it for the pleasure of the melody, yeah. or are they just hearing the message right. like, cut and dry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a hard mm-hmm. question. Well, to but answer. I would think that like, uh, let's say a, a young whale is used to their mom's voice and the way that they do their call. Then when they're older, let's say they got separated, and then when they're older, they heard their mom's voice doing that call, there would be all kinds of feelings that that would right. 
give them you know what I mean? like, like pleasant maybe or whatever and so there's right. a similar thing like we say we get pleasure from right. music or whatever from even from the meaning or not you know is it from the words or is it from the sound yeah i, I, w- I would say i bet it's like you got monkeys and stuff and they make sounds but then one sound means hawk and another sound means snake and another sound means what you know whatever but i wonder if different like monkeys from different regions yeah. if like snake means something different if they're fucking mm-hmm. you know you well, say so snake and I'm they're saying. like thinking they're looking right. on the ground and there's cheetahs like ah, jumps out of the tree Maybe they just, just have, fucking uh, rips them apart the uh, other monkeys are basic. like well you said fucking snake <laughs> maybe they just have a basic they revert to it's like the universal bare minimum with slight embellishments yeah i was i would bet it's like it's like um, meaning doesn't get like that condensed yet or whatever it's like at first it's just sounds and maybe they do have different sounds for different things but um, over time something does change right where it becomes like words like what um, there, there is some like sounds so do they have words I mean are because we say yeah, sounds with yeah, well, what, what we they hear like our stuff it's just it sounds. sounds I mean it when I listen to like meaning to certain sounds, <laughs> like Thai or yeah. Vietnamese or something yeah. like that, and it it's emotion. cool because you hear a whole right. But we still fl- have you know. a, we still have enough context that we can tell when someone's angry, mm-hmm. even just from hearing the voice. Most likely, unless they're tell. Russian, man, you hear Russians talk, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. like there was this Russian lady Luba German, that I used to go to. Yeah, yeah and like walk in and she's just yelling at this other Russian on the phone. I'm like, holy fuck, uh, man! But some people are just like that too, though, right? Yeah, like there's some people that are just you know aggressive sounding, <laughs> right. right? Languages, yeah. though, right? I mean, don't you think that Russian is an aggressive sounding language? You know, yeah. when you... I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, even, even like, UFC's great for this because you can watch all these different mm-hmm. fighters from all over the world mm-hmm. speaking in these different languages. And every time I'm always, like, I wait for the post-fight interview with the foreign dudes and the Russian guys, even when they're, like, happy that they just had this win, they still yeah. sound like they're, like... Yeah. But those are also the hardest dudes. Well, so I mean? then like, maybe well, a way to in. tell is you get a hot person in that language like to chick. speak yeah hot exactly. girl That's what I was gonna say. You so need, like a beautiful woman because does russian though they, they sound, sound like spies as good as french <laughs> you can't you know? they do one. i'm telling there used Black to be these down. russian like i i, I can <laughs> only assume they were prostitutes but they yeah. would come into the cake steakhouse on yeah. a on a fucking like monthly basis they would come in like at least twice a month and i think i told you guys about this guy um dennis that used to sit at the bar and he had goofy glasses mm. but this guy would spend like major money i mean and now now i remember because he was saying that he had worked for ibm and i was just watching this documentary over the weekend i was talking about some shady stuff from ibm and what they do uh with all their like consensus data and stuff but uh um yeah the the he, he would have these russian chicks in there with him and he was always going to russia so he would like bring them back with him to america sometimes but they would be they were very friendly, but they just spoke in this one tone, and it was. I was always. I, I mean, okay, well, that's yeah. interesting. Like, if you wanted to be dominated by a female, <laughs> I think 
a Russian chick would just have that in her uh, voice, right? You'd be right. like, oh, this bitch is going to well, dominate much, me. How much would it be like Germans like that too, right? Yeah, I would say German. And how much of that's because, for instance, like maybe something similar is acting here, is like how many times we hear German, if I, let's say me, I think German, how many World War Two, you know, movies and documentaries mm-hmm. have I seen? That is most, but it's you know, got and, heavy sounds, but, though. But you know, is that why? It, it, maybe that's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe it does have heavy sounds, but also yeah. maybe it's like we're so used to hearing it with this other intention behind it. it. Yeah, valence. Or but also, other, what do yeah. we sound like to other countries? Mm-hmm. And like, do they think their language sounds really? <laughs> well, what did you think, Americans? Really, did you remember? Well, ever no, that because like, mm-hmm. you know, I was exposed mm-hmm. to my dad. Right. But if you, ha- so, but if you hear New Yorkers. Right. Right. Speaking English and then, you know, a Texan, you're going to most cases think the Texan's pretty nice and polite and the New Yorker is just fucking brash and rude. And I bet that can they understand each other? (laughs) (laughs) I think sometimes not. (laughs) Sometimes not. (coughs) But I think that'll cross any language barrier just because uh, well, so of the intention then, of the people you well, know so we're saying then that there's a universal okay this is interesting what that's saying is there's a universal code mm-hmm. that's outside or above dialect that you can hear emotion and aggression or you could tell if someone's a fucking assassin because of their accent or whatever <laughs> or, you know, or you, right that we're saying that like in the same way that a, a, a monkey saying hawk or whatever, that sound then gives a little bit of fear in everybody that hears it. So that sound is fear or whatever. There's something like that. So then maybe certain like guttural sounds like you're saying are aggression to us, right? And then and then that transcends language. Mm-hmm. That transcends but, language. But you need well, it because so like, even... Here's words. how I imagine it. Like certain sounds that we're referring to that we hear in the Russian or German languages, they're like... It's like they're pushing a lot. They're forcing a lot of sound out yeah. and then cutting it it's like short. like getting hit. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you think about movement. You have a slower going or a quicker, you know, kind of movement it's just so i guess that's why it feels like it's more what how are you aggressive aggressive or you know abrasive yeah it's Mm -hmm. up in your face Mm -hmm. so what you are saying is that russians are more aggressive and well i am saying that languages that have those sounds but it's not just what the fuck i didn't know we were gonna have all this kind of i'm thinking it's also it's also against russians hey i get to say whatever (laughs) i want I don't come from any one country in particular. Um, It's not just the sounds of a language. It's also like the tones and the melody, the patterns that come out. um, Well, don't you think, too, it's like, I mean, like, do you think this? So if you heard someone speaking Thai, for instance, and they're living in Bangkok, and then you meet someone from the northern, you know, kind of um, forest areas in, in Thailand, and they're, you know, country people. You think you're still going to recognize, again, and go back to New Yorkers compared to a um, rancher from Texas, right? A lot they talk a lot slower. There's a lot more of a draw in what they're saying, whereas the New Yorkers, it's kind of fast and short, and it's almost like they're trying to condense their whole you know like conversation in a short amount of time because you're bumping into so many 
people and you're so tight so it's kind of so like get it out like quick a city pattern like every yeah. city yeah. people would use their language faster yeah. and louder maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> when i was, was a grill guy at chipotle there was a um their whole all the ladies that worked on the line were um from mexico and they had very thick accents and from different uh dialects uh but this older woman flor she she would always ask me why i spoke so quickly she'd be mm-hmm. she would always tell me to slow down and she she was like i can't comprehend because you're it's like mm-hmm. your words are going too fast and she was from a very small like little mm-hmm. you know kind of secluded but village like in are you speaking spanish to her or are you yeah, speaking well, english either or because yeah. she was like trying to learn english at the time so i was like going back and forth between with her but even the guys that i worked with at the keg they were all from other parts of Mexico, most of them from cities in Mexico, and they spoke very quickly. And so I had trouble keeping up with them. And so I would get the pattern of speaking to them at night, go back to Chipotle in the morning, and I'd speak to her as if I was speaking to them. And even in Spanish, she was like, you're speaking too fast, mijo. Like, you need to slow down. Like, I can't, you know, you're... She took it as aggression, too. She, yeah. she would like... She's like, she would like why are you being such a dick? It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. out. You're like, exactly. what are you talking about? Yeah. I think language is kind of cool because you end up having... Uh, it's like you embody language and vice versa. So your mannerisms kind of change, your... Um, just what you look like to people when you're interacting with them. I think it creates um, a f- persona or something. I don't know. Hmm. I think it's, you know, because every language has, you can see the cultural differences in how people interact and behave. There's like some patterns that stand out. And then you go in more deeply and you can see like it it almost like affects how a person it just becomes culture i guess is where i'm getting at um it affects how a person mm-hmm. behaves or like makes decisions or yeah i've heard how things. like like language carries culture but you would have to speak more than one language to really i, I could never know what that means so you know? do you think though if you're like okay so let's say you're this person who lives in bangkok right so really crowded city big city and then you, you know, and let's say you grew up there. So it's, you know, what you know. And then you go to, you become an au pair or something in Tennessee. And you haven't spoken any English. And so isn't that like one of the live-in kind of, you know, assistants, right? And so that's your English that you learn. And so let's say it's more drawn out, slower, you know, or or Texas, because I'm from Texas, so I know that kind of um, accent a little better. So it's, you know, the people around you, it's long drawn out as far as, you know, their, the, the draw goes. Um, do you think that person who's got a real fast, like, knack, so if we say that maybe cities make your language faster and a little bit more abrasive, when they learn their English, do you think they draw it out or do you think it fits that person's personality? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like what, what I'm getting at? No. The last part. Keep, keep I don't yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, like, again, New Yorkers, most New Yorkers that I know who grow up in the city, New yeah, Yorkers, yeah. are abrasive when they're talking to you. They're in your face and they're, you know, like 
close and fast and it's loud, right? Um, you know, so so those are the New Yorkers from the city that I know, and so if they're learning a new language, mm-hmm. right? So you got that intensity in your language, mm-hmm. and that's what you know. That's Does how it you carry over when they yeah. Learn. So you learn a new language, but in a different environment. So you go to the country in Japan, and you're you know speaking Japanese. Does it? Is their Japanese going to be fast and aggressive, or do you think it starts to fit what the environment well, is? I think you adjust to their climate. It's kind of like you'd be imitating transplanting a plant from one room to another. You know, it's got to adjust to so the new there, environment. There still might be some tendencies, minor tendencies, but yeah, usually what I've noticed when people are learning a language, like it's so interesting for me to hear, for example, an Italian speak like British English with an American mm-hmm. because that's just what they learned. That's, those are the sounds that they heard and those are So does it know, sound to the person then like British English or does it sound like just broken English? To who? To the American. Um, I mean, it depends on how you know what I'm well saying? they speak it. But, but, but do they, like I guess that's my question, like does it pick up that accent drawl you know whatever you might say in um if you learn so so you hear somebody from britain and they speak english and then you got somebody who's from italy and they learn english Mm -hmm. like that and then you know so they spend several years in britain so then they come to america and they're speaking do, do they sound more British, yes. or does it sound mm-hmm. more yes. like it, just broken? It depends on how long they stay. Because mm-hmm. when I was younger and I moved to Italy, I would have a heavy American accent mm-hmm. to Italians. It would take me a while to go back to, you know, because I, I wouldn't speak it as much, I wouldn't write it. So once I started going to school and interacting with people, I started absorbing their you know, their speeds, their mannerisms when they do speak. It's just like, it's almost like a survival thing. You have to kind of camouflage, Mm -hmm. right? You have to to fit in and get along. (laughs) Yeah, that's Uh true. Funny. Um, I think that's right. But it takes time. And there might still be some things people can notice. Like, And when I came to the Mm -hmm. States, I had a heavy Italian accent. Now it's just kind of, I don't really know, probably more. Some people tell me they can tell I have a little bit of an accent, and some people don't notice Mm -hmm. at all. So I don't know. Do you think if you had learned to speak English from like a Texan or something, you would have gotten a Texas accent? Oh, I had a Southern accent when I lived in North Carolina. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so you Say y'all. you changed then. I with, sure did. With the, uh, <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. Like, but when you, when you say y'all, if I say y'all, it's not the same as the way a Texan says it. You know Correct. what I mean? It's the same yeah. word, but there's meaning behind that draw of it out. It's regional. It's Do cultural. You, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. so isn't that weird how that'll translate I, I, you know, into yeah, yeah. What, or thinking, transfer? Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about just what it means to be like a group, right? And um, and then now you have like groups and groups and what's it mean? What does community mean? You know, it's, uh, yeah, not to get too deep on it, but like, um, so what it's, what it's sounding to me like is that's how you become part of the group is you like imitate everybody 
you have to be enough alike everybody else just for it to like get along. Otherwise, there's too much friction. You know what I mean? So you do have to. So you would, you know, get the draw, or you would if you moved to New York. Maybe you would talk faster. Just do you, do you think you that's like, um, a concerted effort, or do you think that becomes almost like osmosis? I think it's like or, osmosis. Like if, if I could break down, I, I feel like it's a little bit of both because. There are people, like, for example, look at my mom. She's lived in the States a lot, and she still mm. speaks English, kind of broken, with heavy accent, with her natural Italian tendencies. Mm. <laughs> so I think it kind of depends. It just I, it might be some subconscious or inner choice that somebody makes because... One could go to another country and say, well, I don't care. As long as they understand what I'm saying, I'm not changing. But that's the thing is you would but change it's hard it to do. just to make them understand. Right. You would pronounce things a certain way because when I say it this other way, nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. But And so you would adjust yourself just out of necessity. You know what I mean? You, yeah. It, so that's how I'm seeing it. Is, is But adjusting it like word or adjusting it tonal? Both. You know? Even like she's saying, I heard you say like, Posture and body movements, and you would change all. Oh, you would change Here all that. Shit. Here we go. Here we go. Posture for some reason. No, 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 no. I was thinking about. Uh, I was imagining like a Japanese kid coming over, and he learns English from like a Cajun person in the deep south. Of right. Louisiana. And that kind of shit happens. It yeah. does. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. there's, there's Thai people that speak with an Australian accent, and there's so weird. you know what I mean. There's all kinds of crazy shit like that. Um, you know, if I could try to jump to the analogy, like, um, I, I saw this crazy uh, YouTube interview with this guy that a lot of people think he's going to win a Nobel Prize. He's, like, learned how to... It's, like, the next step from genetics. It's, like, electrical signals. And you learn how to, like, change electrical signals, which then, you know, it's like... It's like a, if you have, like, a, a, a group of cells making something... Uh, the way this dude was describing it is, is like for when they like make decisions about like which one's going to become the liver and which ones right and it's all and so again it's all about like groups and, and unifications of or of um, of groups and so if you're like a kidney um, this is one interesting thing he said when uh, at any time any cell can decide to become an amoeba again and just be like a, a single cell they can leave the group and then all of a sudden now the body is just an environment rather than a cohesive structure that it's one part of right and so then when a bunch of other cells do that and then they all get together and they group because like cells like naturally group that be, that's cancer right and so that sounded to me like uh or over like, rev, like a revolutionary person you know what i mean they like leave the group and then they become this thing that then like fights the larger structure, you know, and tries to like take it, tear it down or whatever. Um, so this whole thing about groups and just how, and, and this guy was saying, you know, he's even talking about like intelligence that they like, that when a group gets together, it creates a type of intelligence. So there is an intelligence to the stomach, to a kidney, to even like a molecule. And he was saying all the way down, even to like atoms and shit like that. He, I don't know. It gets crazy deep as far as what it means to be conscious or whatever. But that's what that was makes me. That's what this sounds like to me. Like, the cell has to learn the language 
of the kidney to be a kidney cell. To get along with everybody else, to be part of a group or whatever, it has to act in certain ways and do certain things. And, and that's what we do. And then we for, or form groups. And this, this is where this idea gets crazy. Is, and I've talked to you guys about this a bunch, but it's just like, I don't know, it's really interesting. that. So you can see how like we usually think of everything as being like bottom up. We think of genes... We have these genes, and then those genes influence these chemical reactions, and then our environment, and then that's what makes us who we are. We always think bottom up, but there may be like top down causality too, and stuff like that. So, so then you know you got all the cells; they make up a kidney. Everything makes up a body. Then a bunch of bodies, a bunch of humans make up a family, and then a community, and then a you know a state or a nation. And that at every level, there may even be consciousness at those higher levels. So those would be like higher levels. It's like an idea of levels. So, you know, the lower levels being atoms and molecules, then genes, then cells, then organs, and, you know. And then, you know, then us, and we think of ourselves as being conscious, but we don't think of anything below us as conscious. And we don't think of anything above us as conscious. But, you know, so there's guys that, you know, come up with the idea that like a city is conscious. Um, in, in a way, right? Or, I like or to think it of has. it as like energy. You know, it's kind mm -hmm. of a similar, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So like if, if, you, if you throw trash in the street, it gets taken care of. If there's a crack in the road, it fixes itself. And um, Or you throw trash in the street and it gets worse, right? I mean, it, right, it, right. it uh -huh. morphs into that right, kind right. of... Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Because it will infect and, you know, like... The, the more there's trash in the street, the more people are going to throw trash in the street, mm. right? Contagious. And so, yeah, it becomes yeah, yeah. a contaminant, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. that mm -hmm. changes yeah. the structure and the... Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then, yes, yeah, so, right, because it, it, also it also brings up things like identity, like what, you know, what are you and what are you not? You know what I mean? How you define that also defines, like, your group that you're in. Right, and then um, and then we talk about like you were saying at the beginning, like losing values, and all of a sudden, what that's breaking down is that group structure. Yeah, and it's saying you know the individualism thing, the um, you can't tell me what to do, the oppressive, you know, uh, I should be free, liberated, and even to be to bar being transhuman. Oh, I don't even want to be human. The world's yeah. too much pain, you know, whatever, and all that stuff is like. It's like anti-group, right? And, then, and, and, and so what happens when you have all of these uncontrollable individual, like, because it becomes too much then, right? To mm. even Because then we're, we're not coherent. How we're, can you orchestrate something Exactly. Like yeah. yeah, it's just chaos. It's just chaos. It's a bunch of chaos. And so what does that lead to? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Self-implosion. What's going on right now? body, like when a body yeah. is riddled with cancer. Right, it is and, and like cancer. Yeah. So a societal yeah. society riddled with cancers. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But isn't it funny that the solution typically is at least the most beneficial solution is to break it down to a simpler state and you know what I'm saying? Let it regenerate from those foundations, you know, but if you don't have foundations, right. then you can't break it down to a state in which you can move forward yeah, and again. And it just keeps the, breaking thing, down right? and falling yeah, apart. I don't know where that comes from. Like, 
at something decides to be a kidney, you know, and then that is the goal of now all those cells, and mm-hmm. that's what keeps them together. Is there a, they do this thing, right? And all the kidney cells, mm. or you know what I'm saying? It's all like attracts like, and that creates mm. then the function of that particular right. group or right, exactly. you know organ in this case so or it's whatever. Like that but it's still got to coexist with mm-hmm. everything else, yeah. right? right? Yeah. So, but then it's a thing about goals and ideals mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then that's what coheres people together. Or part, that's one part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny when you look at it like that because then you look at the absurdity of, um, like, you know, like uh, making everything kind of that whole concept of globalization. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? If you Mm -hmm. use the body as kind of the microcosm, the individual, Mm -hmm. and you look at how it runs, because then everything's a fucking stomach, right? Right. Right. So, you know, it's got to have all these independent, you know, and different organ, you know, Mm -hmm. organisms or fucking they become organs or whatever. And then they've got to work in some cohesive manner Mm -hmm. that, they get the whole machine right. to operate. That's Doesn't right. like mm-hmm. mean they have to be best friends or anything, right? Y- you know, but they've still got to have some. So it's the idea that there still has to be tribes. Uh-huh. We can't all be the same thing. Then it's like that gray goo. That have you heard that? Um, like if they made a nanobot that could like eat and turn something, turn matter into gray, some gray goo, and whatever matter of time it would turn the whole universe into gray goo because it would like multiply. Was it the one that could like <laughs> slide around? Are you talking no, about no, something it's like else a, that I don't I know get? what you're talking about. Okay, okay, no, the, it's a, the it's goo like yeah, robot. Yeah. yeah. The goo robot? Yeah. Someone, I think there's a goo robot. Yeah. Just like it looks like slime right. and it moves and it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting for sure. Yeah. Rather than like a machine later. that has wheels or right. arms or whatever, this it's just like just... a slime ball. Yeah, yeah it can, I think yeah. they were talking about the potential for it to like transport things through like weird right. spaces, you know? Yeah. I wonder what they need yeah. to transport yeah. that is so small. <laughs> Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you just see these slime spots. Nano drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Down. Deals. There's a new drug deal. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but that's kind of like what uh, Terminator 3 was like, or Terminator yeah, exactly. 2, yeah. right? Fluid. Some like, like fluid, fluid thing. But that, isn't it interesting how a lot of stuff that was in movies is now? Yeah, they're like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Let's make. Is that what it was, or is that just a slime robot? people to like the idea. Right. Well, it would. It would. You would only. It would only work as an idea if it was a good idea, even as an imagination. So it was like a good idea for him to. Yo, oh, he could make knives. He he could be a knife, and then remember he couldn't be a gun or. Yeah, he he couldn't be a gun. Remember because that, that was like the too much like mechanical parts. Right. But then a later version, you know, the chick, <laughs> she could be a gun. Was she a gun? Yeah, she could be a gun. She could do the knives thing, and she could be a gun or a bazooka. Oh, yeah. or and shoot part of herself. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. It's an explosion. But yeah, you would you would think of that stuff because it works. So then once technology is like able to do it, then yeah. it, it might want to sure. do that. That's why I think we're gonna fucking destroy ourselves with this technology because yeah. it's like we don't understand the intelligence that that intelligence will gain, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. we look at it as human intelligence. 
Mm. And this and ties in with what you were yeah. saying earlier, a conscious... Con- yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. And, and, some, and something <laughs> like above us, even, that's like using us to like make some other thing. You know, that was... Um, McLuhan's idea that Joe Rogan talks about all the time. He, he says the butterfly, the cocoon, I forget how he puts it. But that, oh, you know, McLuhan said we're the sex organs for the machine. Mm-hmm. Like, that we're going to like birth mm-hmm. the next thing or whatever. Yeah, the oh. next yeah. intelligence that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's like, oh, we need to, just like we're trying to destroy God, right? Mm-hmm. You know, then maybe that's how it's going to interpret it. Oh, we need to in- destroy God and we need to be independent and you know what I I'm think, saying. But what's Free weird from is that. I think that's exactly what happened. Is yeah. whatever at our level, we decided that matter is all that matters. Or are we creating God? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting too. So, but you know, or or, or maybe or just everything exists at the same time. You know what I mean? Like. I think, yes, yes, for sure. Like, maybe the idea, like, how I've been thinking of it is, like, again, just to use the level thing, is that, so maybe if there are, like, levels above us, right, uh, in, in like, super consciousness, that that's maybe what a demon is. And different kinds of demons would be, like, you know, I still don't know if, like, an ideology could be one or if it's more like a virus or something, but it's like this intelligence that can get inside a person and then make that person act for its body mm. you know like if if, if communism like yeah yeah if communism was a, uh, I like a demon better I like it the, the idea in my head just like it's cooler looking <laughs> the um, <laughs> yeah yeah if communism is pain. a demon it gets in people's minds and gets them to act out those things mm. and then all of those people are the body of that demon or whatever and it's the thing possessing their mind and make you know what i mean and having so wokeism is a demon yes or yes. the manifestation yeah, yeah, yeah. of one and or projection of one right yes yeah. very much yeah yeah and then and then it has a body and that body consists of a bunch of people that With blue um, hair Right. <laughs> totally, totally. That's pretty good. That, that's pretty good. If you have, that's pretty good. I can see that as a picture of like a demonic, and then but it has blue hair, and it's like the woke demon. The a demonic woke <laughs> demon. Oh it's like it's someone's this. like raising it. You got like a bunch of like the trans teachers in a circle or whatever, and like <laughs> with a fire. And, and you like, can't tell if it's male or female. It's like androgynous. It right, looks right. all. It's got slumpy fucking. <laughs> It's either going to have like those slumpy little shoulders or it's going to be a big fat fucking blob. Uh, Um, Yeah, totally. Isn't it funny how that like movement is going towards the most unattractive, you know, like look? Mm. Because even like when you look at like North Korea communism, right? I mean... You know, that's a, there's some stupid haircuts in that fucking, you know, regime. But it doesn't look like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like they've got fucking, like, clown people. You, you know, to me, what is happening, did you guys see that movie, The Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. You know, and it. it's pretty I, stupid. I've but seen the first one. Recently. But, you know, the yeah. mm-hmm. the chick who's announcing and then you look at all the people back in the city and they've got all this fucked up hair and they're mm-hmm. wearing all these the like ugly they're the people clothes the or whatever. Yeah. They're I mean, crazy dresses. Yeah. And they're all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's the elites, what's the elites. Yeah. yeah. Happening yeah. where it's like it's this like the most unappealing look 
that you can yeah. create for an ideology. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, it's like either, again, that it's got that blue yeah, hair or green hair, short, fat. Yeah, I think... I mean, I think, I think look at what they're pushing for attractiveness, Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. right? Did you guys see that mm-hmm. chick? I mean, it, it's like this, when you're talking sports, that doesn't even have really anything to do with sports because we don't typically consider fat mm-hmm. people athletic mm-hmm. and sporty. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, so they're trying to like change this whole yeah, approach. Say, Association, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I, I, I go even bigger, like... Um, um, bigger than that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> bigger. Um, because, like, attractiveness is a thing, it's a biological thing, right? It's like, a, it's a signal of fertility and good genes or whatever you want to say that is, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and then, but then I, I could see it even bigger in that, um, like, if we were to say that it that wokeism is just like the next thing after like modernism, and if you look at the way our cities look versus like the way Italian cities look, they're kind of ugly, you know. Oh, dude, you I, you don't think so? <laughs> Plain. Think so. Plain, exactly. Like they're our so, cities? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're ugly. Sorry, no the offense. I was born ugly. in the states. Yeah. They're but... like all our houses are efficient. Uh-huh. It's like drywall is efficient. Yeah. You know, it doesn't burn. It's light. It's easy to build with. It's you know, but you know wood wood details in the corners and stone sculptures on the outside and you know all that thing th- that quality aspect is like so you know it, I would say in a way and it's more connected right mm-hmm. it's more when you've got wood and stone and yeah. you know um, mortar and stuff like that it's like more grounding sure. it's more like and then, but again, also you give value to that you, but where's that you give from? a different value mm-hmm. but yeah. but i think it just affects i think it affects how people you know the idea of community like you look at other countries yeah. that have all of this it's like history in the buildings mm-hmm. then it carries a different mm-hmm. and you can't energy. build them as fast you know you can't exactly. have so, I mean, row like right. custom right. stone and oak houses right, you know right and that's why everything here we just tear it down yeah you like, build there's it up a, there's a neighborhood by me that all the houses are new now and and three times the size no backyards or whatever mm-hmm. and that's it now right it was like slowly happening but now you know they just just tear them all down right and then you know 30 40 years from now I'll just tear all those down or, or that's how it yeah it's work, disposable right? Yeah, so I don't know, to try to make a bigger picture about what you're saying, because I agree, there is something about that, about definitely like the physical look a little bit, you know. Um, but yeah, then, I mean, people are really getting like dissed upon for taking care of themselves. Yeah, there is You know, fit that. people and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. look at what they did with yeah. Adele, right? Right. They oh, like yeah. fit shamed her. Fit shamed. like Oh, man. I just saw a new thing too that they just came out with of uh, fat categories, or is th- mm. this particular woman called them fatigories? And she was saying that uh, we really need to start identifying the different types of fat people and not lump them into one general group. So she had like small fat, uh, skinny fat, medium fat, large fat. Then there was like, then there was like mega fat, and then I shit you not, she included death fat as one of the terms. So that was like an acceptable category of fat people. Uh Like this is what she was asking for. Like she wanted this. You're like death fat. Death fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's and it's beautiful. Yeah, (laughs) and you're perfect the way you are. 
again, it's because they don't want to. You got three weeks to live, but you look good. <laughs> they don't, it doesn't want any limitations. That, that's what that comes from, right? It's like, it's okay. Everything's okay. Right. Right? It's saying, oh, you can't tell me but that this is unhealthy. Isn't it or, funny, though, that it's based know? on limitations? Because not having limitations means that you're going to limit people from saying anything against those limitations, right? Right. You, you, right. you know, and yes. so yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. such an absurdity of what people want. It's hard to even define what the fuck someone wants when they say, you know, like it's a woman's right to abortions, for instance, right? But then those are the same women saying that it's okay for a man to compete in women's sports. And it's like one is their rights and the other one is that we're all the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's hard. That's what makes it hard to get a hold of is like the contradictions. I, I do think it's, at some level you got to like pull back. And somehow, if, if, if there's a contradiction there, yeah. it's not, you know, there's something else going on that's like a signal that, you're, that we're not like mapping it right or whatever, or like seeing it right. Because the contradictions abound. Yeah. You know? And they're, but, they're uh, glaringly like obvious contradictions. Right. I mean, it's like it's these people, people calling for right. like, yeah. you know, defund the police, yet they have armed security with them at all times. It's right. like... Yeah, yeah. It, it it's such so a many. bizarre so thing in so many yeah. areas. You know, mm-hmm. the climate people who fly on jet private jets mm-hmm. to wherever they're going, mm-hmm. and it, it's like you you can't make this any more obvious with some of these things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the but what's crazy is like that's what's interesting about some of those things is if you can like steel man or see what they mean, you know, like you could say that there's some contradiction. Like one I've been thinking about is is whiteness, right? And and I've been even thinking that I want to like stop identifying as white or whatever, <laughs> which they would say is because uh, it's like a uh, the majority white culture, and therefore you don't notice your whiteness. They would tell me, yeah, you, know, you you don't even notice your white. But if you were black and everybody's always like thinking you're stealing shit, you would notice your your race or whatever. Um, but. Uh, so Ibram Kendi and that type, they, they, they like to say, I think, if I understand it, that whiteness came from slavery, right? And they started picking people up from Africa, and then they invented the term white and black to differentiate. Um, and so that was like a negative thing to do, because obviously even black people in, in Africa, they're, they would say, I'm Nigerian, right? I'm Somalian. They don't say they're black. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't, right? And so that is a made-up term. And mm-hmm. then white, you know, what? Fucking Celtic. You but know? don't you think yeah, they but, would have you know identified the white man coming Yeah, over but absolutely. They, they, they like, would have completely identified the white man, yeah. and they did. And uh, there was that's why there was white slavery. The difference. Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah, and, and it's just what, like Indians, Native Americans would yeah, do yeah, the yeah. same thing. Right. Capture fucking and that, and white people what, and enslave them. And that's what changed, I think, at that era. Because mm-hmm. before that, everybody's enslaving themselves. Yeah. And so it was black people enslaving black people, white people enslaving white people, and natives enslaving mm-hmm. natives. But once you get ships and everybody going all over the world, then it becomes this thing where now there's like these people that look so different, you can be like, oh, they're slaves. Mm-hmm. And, and that maybe is what made America 
like so different in that respect. And then, you know, even like the Middle East, which we talked about before that I didn't know that they had like so many more black people there, but they castrated them all. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's none now. But so, but even what I'm saying with the contradiction and, and that kind of stuff. So, um, so I think that kind of thinking says that that's where the word, the idea of whiteness and blackness comes from. And so to them, they're like, okay, fine. If you're going to call us, if you're going to make that distinction, fine, we're going to use that distinction. And so now you have to notice someone's blackness or brownness or whatever. You have to notice, not be colorblind, it's bad to be colorblind in order to... um, to uh, end colorblindness. Isn't that funny? Well, That's yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing. You right, right. But you end are, racism exactly. by becoming racist. Because you need to notice that there are food oh, deserts that are that are, you know, relegated to, you know, communities of color or whatever. Right. And and, and you need to notice race in order to see the the different the problem the uh, and the then so you're, one is lowering the bar for mathematics and and uh, science in the country because exactly black, exactly black kids exactly. don't so score the same right, so right, they're right. like and so so you know what I mean so it seems like, like a contradiction. that seems racist right exactly so it seems like a contradiction but then if you can like if you can steel man their idea you can get to the fact but I don't know that, that you can steel man those ideas well, that's it might not the, be a good idea that's the problem I, I think the thing is it's probably not I don't think it's a good idea yeah like, that's what I'm talking about with this I don't think it's a good idea but it's not a contradiction you mm-hmm. know what I mean you have to like get like the contradictions is just a sign that you need to like understand why they think that but, you know, but that's what know. I'm saying when you have somebody explain those things they talk themselves into a circle mm-hmm. because again White people that went to Africa were enslaved if they were captured. It, it didn't, you know, it didn't like, it wasn't like, oh, they're like us. It's like their skin is different. It's just like Native Americans. They treated white settlers different than they treated other, you know, um, natives that they captured, mm-hmm. right? And so, I think that's just inherent to like groups. I don't yeah. think Ibram Kendi or any of these fucks are even remotely onto something like new where it's like, oh, wow, that's such innovative thinking because you could draw that parallel anywhere. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And the reality of it is that they fail to mention is that, you know, white people were the ones that recognized first the fucking problem with slavery. They're the ones that tried to eradicate it. You didn't have Native Americans being like, you know, guys, I think this is wrong. Let's get a movement between all the tribes and let's abolish Mm -hmm. slavery. You didn't have any of that shit. The British started... Yeah, you know, they, like, this police, idea, they, they the were policing the oceans. Like, exactly. Yeah, they were like attacking the slave trade. It, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's, I think these guys, at least, well, with all of this woke shit, I mean, all of it, I can't, I've tried to, I've tried to understand, I've listened and yeah, nobody do. makes yeah. any fucking sense it's with not, what they're it's saying. Not a, well, I don't know though. Like it, it is also coherent. Like it's not absolutely incoherent. Well, right? it, it's, it's like, not when you when you dig a little bit below the surface. But once you go below that level, it's absolutely incoherent. Because again, it doesn't make sense. It's like the whole abortion thing. It's a woman's right to choose. Okay, but yet th- these same people are the ones who are against 
Second Amendment, because what are they going to be drawing? They're going to be saying, look, 19 kids just got shot and killed. It's like, well, you're worried about 19 kids, but you're then on the other side of it saying it's okay to kill hundreds of thousands of them. It's completely absurd and bizarre. And and I get yeah. they could make an argument and say, well, you know, there are things that put a woman at risk. Okay, I get it. There's things that we should consider. But you can't just say we, it's a woman's right to choose all the way up to, you know, the day before birth and do that. And that's like fucking Polish just I mean, was I pushing like for late term. the likelihood of that happening is not very high until the day before unless but they're uh, pushing for late terms i'm not trying to be like no, but you know, the, that but, crazy yeah no you know, but a late term is still a lot like i don't i have conflict but a life feelings. is a life i mean you got to look at it if if you're that i'm not saying I'm not one's right or wrong about I, i'm not saying again i'm not saying one's right or wrong what i'm saying is if somebody is saying that you don't have a right to take a life because guns only kill people okay and they're making that argument but then on the very other thing they're saying, I'm not giving one a value, good or bad, but then they're saying, but we have a right to decide to take a life. It's like, well, wait, what are you saying? Are you saying that life is valuable? Or are you saying life is not valuable? Because you can't speak well, so, it out so, of so both here's, sides here's of the, the mouth. I mean, unless you wanna. I just yeah. wanted to say something. I wasn't questioning mm -hmm. that. I was just saying that it's convenient to just say until the day before to, you know, make it sound like it's always that but no, I don't. i'm not saying it's always that i'm saying that wherever along that line you start to think like that sure it's so, so one is opposite of the matters, unless yeah. we want to go to that conversation no. like right i, I mean but i don't it's, have a, so a strong cool. position yet on it. A, a i don't have a strong yeah. position okay. either because it's such a hard concept to you know i would normally say it's life like it doesn't matter to me fertilization creates life and so, but a lot of people would disagree with that. And a lot of people would say, well, it's the entire concept. So there's so much, and I think it's complex and yet simple. But, the, but that's what I'm saying. Those same people would say that, but then they would say that you don't have a right to defend yourself. Because if you look at, I was thinking about this with abortion and again, Second Amendment. Not because I have a stance that's strong on abortion. I think there's room in there for discussion but what they're saying was the second amendment and this is what happens if you defend yourself it's not a cut and dry case it's not like somebody broke into my house i shot and killed them you got to prove that your life was in danger you're gonna very likely have some sort of civil suit some sort of civil charges you're gonna have to represent yourself there's gonna be a process for you to go through to prove that taking that life was, you know, a, a necessity, right? Yeah. And then there's a lot of the people who are pro-abortion that don't even think you have that right at any stage. But then they don't want to have to do the same thing as the bare minimum of what happens when you defend yourself. And that's proved that it, there was a necessity in taking this life. Well, maybe that's what has to happen. Maybe with abortion, there's some level in there because with people, like they want it to be like one side, you know, doesn't want any abortions. And then another side wants it to be almost like, well, it doesn't matter. It, anytime that person can decide. And that's right. the whole thing, bringing it up to the well, end. It's kind of like what we were saying earlier, the value that we give 
to life now has changed immensely, I think, because I understand having complications and wanting to abort. Um, and I understand how that in the past could have been a real issue or maybe even other things like, you know, there were affairs and you're not supposed to have an affair with a particular mm -hmm. person, whatever. There's reasons that we all use to justify playing God, I think. Um, I just, I don't think I have a common or a popular opinion among women as far as this goes because, like you said, it, it comes down to what value we give life and what we also consider life. And some people are so far detached from some things that it's easier for them to. But then they, but then this is what I'm saying that on the flip side, this is the absurdity is that they're going to say, but you got to get rid of guns, for instance, right. because There's it preserves life. In that sense. And it's like, sure. again, these are these arguments that we're talking about where I was saying, no, when you start to dig, they're incoherent I, I arguments. Think, I think, yeah, but I think, I don't know, the, the, the lens you're using right now that you, you see the contradiction in, I think I understand what you're mm -hmm. saying. Like in one way, they're saying you have to protect life at all costs, and the other way, they're like, ah, you just throw it away, it's not life. You know what I mean? There's, it seems like a contradiction, but at there, I, I don't know, like I keep thinking you gotta like step up or some other level to like see it better. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I, I heard someone recently talking about one of those those postmodernist philosopher guys, um, Foucault, right? Mm -hmm. And he like was into knowledge archaeology, and so he was like, I guess he was really into like the prison systems through history and why he so he'd be like, why was was it illegal to do this thing back in the day and now it's not or vice versa or why back then you would only get like a minor offense and nowadays it's like a really major offense it's it's a cultural relativism argument right um and um i i, I feel like what, what? he's just over here trying to keep it together for some reason he's like got it's something me. he wants to say um i looked over at anna she made me laugh that time so i think like to really understand this stuff, we got to understand like where values come from, right? And like why, um, you know, the difference between like when I think about like wokeness, let's say, and what's the difference between that and some other type of worldview? Like you're saying it's like, you know, and I could, I've made this, I've said mm -hmm. it a million times, it doesn't make sense, it's contradictory, that kind of stuff, you know, which it is. Mm -hmm. But at another level, it's coherent. But I would think that maybe the difference is is it's like it's like it's man-made. Like uh, I heard someone someone was talking about like communism is like invented, but capitalism was really just like an evolution. I mean, maybe it was like controlled and stuff, but mm -hmm. it just like you yeah. know people were trading and then money and then you know and at some point banks and stuff and then it maybe gets more controlled into a system or whatever. But that it was an evolution rather than this like top down. I'm going to design the world mm -hmm. or whatever kind of thing. And maybe wokeness is a little bit more designed. I think uh, it's a lot more designed. Yeah, you? and a little less like evolved and and so it has coherence or it wouldn't work in people's brains but i, you know I but mean? i like, think uh, that it does work but i only think it works in their brains in the the forethought i don't think that when you look at the wokeness in application it works i don't think it 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 
well, it's proven in every yeah. metrics that it fails. Well, well, you're saying is it going to work as a system to like run the system? I think it's true that right now we're in like in a system. Like I was thinking, like those the the Project Veritas got those Twitter guys or whatever. Did you see those videos? Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, I haven't seen. Um, just some stuff about how Twitter's biased and stuff. Yeah. But, okay. Um, one of them was saying, "Oh, we're a bunch of commies. You know that you know we work four hours a week or whatever." He was saying. And I was thinking that works for them because they're in this larger structure of capitalism and, and de- democracy or whatever. And, and, and so you can be some weird little system and it can work. Yep. But it's, yeah, but, but it's because this whole other structure is supporting you. You know what I mean? So I, I, would, I would agree that if you designed uh, a government based on woke ideas, that it wouldn't work. Right. I would agree with that. But... My, I think my bigger argument is to say that wokeness is just a natural result of some other ideas that, you know, ones I don't even sometimes even want to grapple with, like that maybe the enlightenment was like not great, you know, or maybe there's like some negative aspects to reason and logic and science and materialism and atheism agnosticism. but i don't know that it's reason and logic i think it becomes you know i think you could say a lot of those other things but i think you'd have to remove those two because just to understand it you got to be unreasonable and illogical because you got to accept that what is isn't but it's only isn't based on what we say it is and so again, by definition, it fucking contradicts itself, right? But so does many things about the system that our system rides on as well. Like I know, yeah, it's, I, I, know I the agree. Thing is like this revolutionary extreme, but I think it's just a natural extreme. Like that's just where these things are gonna go. Like mm-hmm. you, you start materialism, and then it's just going to go there. But that's but that's like why I think you've got direction. to. That's why I think you've got to fight it. So that you can at least slow down progression, so uh, progression doesn't become this animal that you have no control over, right? I, I you slow if it we down. Can, like, do anything today? I, I really wonder that. Like I can do things for we can do things for us yep. in our own lives. But that's a to, to but there you go. That's a start. Them. The right. the problem and then like with, attracts like and then yeah, groups right. Right. Exactly. But this thing is running like out of control. It's well, that's why it's snowball. important to it's just like to a, stop it. And, and the system is yeah. is everywhere. You know, it's in our pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fucking everywhere. But that's where I think individuals can control that. You know, like um, that Liver King guy, he's got a couple cool ideas that, you know, I don't think are innovative or anything like that. You know, I've maybe people who think in similar fashions come to similar conclusions. But there was a long time when, uh, you know, for a long time, I haven't looked at my screen first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like I put my... um, phone in my office and shut my office door but it's still loud enough for me to hear my alarm Mm -hmm. you know but most of the time i wake up before my alarm goes off because what i find is i have a less productive morning when i wake up to you know than if i wake up on my own and if i wake up on my own i can usually wake up around the time Mm -hmm. that you know i need to get up so there's a technology thing because there would be like yeah. a natural cycle to. I mean, back in the day, it was day and night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was not. You know, it was like show up at sundown, and that would be a different time, a different time. You know, what I mean, yeah. if it was fall, you'd be like, you know, come like two hours before sundown or whatever, and it would be a completely different time than in the winter or the mm-hmm. summer. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So 
Yeah, it's, there's so many things like that. So, that so we can. Everywhere. So you can do little things. Like you can that, do yeah. little things. And I think, again, this goes back to everything that I say and believe um, is that something like jujitsu gives you the ability to do those things more. Because, again, if you're not used to being uncomfortable, you're not going to do uncomfortable things willingly. You know, and this goes back to then my larger point in, you know, the whole kill the inner pussy concept is that, you know, you, you the weaker we get as a society, the softer we get. So, you know, you turn fucking people into instead of strong looking, physical, capable bodies into the fat fucking, you know, green haired, you, you know, androgynous haircut fucking clothes that you can't tell you know that's pat you're like fuck what is it and that becomes the accepted norm or you put on sports illustrated a fat chick who it's like she's not you know morbidly obese but she does nothing to show health wellness um accomplishment anything that sports promotes right, right. you're sports showing that everybody gets a fucking trophy <laughs> yeah, there's a contradiction. right sports illustrated correct right, <laughs> right. Ex- exactly and so that's what i'm saying they're living in this whole deception that the only way that it makes sense is if you trick yourself so there, and deceive yourself it's upside down that's how it makes sense like everything is upside down yeah right so if you flip it around then it makes sense and then it runs. That's what I mean. It has some. So is this like what I but it doesn't run because. But that doesn't make sense. Think about this. If everybody became fat, so if everybody became the swimsuit well, that's model. That's a little specific. That's a little too specific. Though, but, but, but this, okay. just as an example, okay. there'd be yeah. no sports anymore. Sports would be like, well, you know, right. let's chill. And that might and, happen. But that's what's gone on, you know, this whole time. That's where, you know, whatever religion died out for chair people in a similar way. <laughs> Those would be the new sports. Let's just Who can yeah, sit in the, the chair, chair the longest. Yeah, that's, but that's what's happening in a lot of regards, right? You start to see that. Um, so, so because it, it's also not just wokeness; it's also like some of that stuff I was talking about before about just like technology itself and everything, technique itself, yeah. everything running on whatever the most efficient thing is, is going to take over. And that's what's happened as that, well. What's that so, word? Pusanimous? Pusillanimous. That's yeah. the problem though, right? Because yeah, 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 people yeah. want shit to do it for them. They don't mm-hmm. want to struggle to learn something or they don't want to struggle to do it or to take the time or whatever. And I think that, you know, being a pussy is making our world a fucking way, you know, like, shittier place if people were tougher in this uh, mountain bike group that i'm part of there was this guy who was saying um that there's this big dude on one of the trails going around and you know threatening people right came up and threatened him and he's putting you know how scary it was and that kind of shit right and so until somebody steps up to this guy and i don't mean they have to kick his ass maybe they do but that guy's just going to keep doing it, right? And so we're so soft as a fucking society that we put something like that on Facebook, first of all, and how scared I am. And then you got these people chiming in. And it's like, to me, that's the sign of a fucking pussy seeking, you know, like 
support from oh my god that's such a scary event it's like did anything happen no okay so there's yeah, not even worth fucking thing unless yeah. you're just yeah. saying hey you know use caution on this trail there's this fucking dude running around you know um right what whatever maybe right. a little warning but when you're putting it out there like i've been victimized right mm-hmm. it it's insane and i was i was talking to aaron about this and i was like man shit like this never happens to me it never happens to me and because it doesn't so, really exist in a way you know what I mean? well Where it's like and it exists in a different way in your life you wouldn't interpret that situation that way right and you wouldn't put it on facebook hey, and you wouldn't act some away, dick you know was I mean? on the trail today <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. i mean uh-huh. so it's like it's a little but, bit of that at least but know, it like, but it also the the in my opinion and i believe this the world needs victims and it's that like attract likes thing it you're not in most cases going to be victimized by somebody if you're capable to deal with the situation, right? You're not going to be victimized by circumstances if you're capable of dealing with the situation. You're not a victim if you got lost in the woods, but you understood survival skills and you then did a three-day sabbatical in the woods. No one is like, oh, he was a victim, but the person who gets you know, frostbite or starves and dies and whatever was the victim. And, you know, we can't know everything about everything, but when you make yourself tougher, then I suspect you don't freak out and go shooting up a bunch of little kids. You know, if the Columbine kids, you know, had been beat up and stood up for themselves, I don't know that resorting to going and shooting up a bunch of kids would have been their solution to the problem. You know, maybe they would have handled it in a different manner, but it's like we yeah, we like get so of, weak yeah. that when things happen to us, they happen then in these greater effects because of this, mm-hmm. you know, constant like breakdown feel good everybody's got to be a champion you're accepted the way you are and then you see crazy shit like this you know because again on any shooter that you've seen or heard of um have they been the high school football player or a wrestler or anybody like that I mean i i can't think of one i was looking and seeing has there been anybody who's been confident who's gone in and shot up a bunch of people just for because of whatever and it always seems like it's somebody who's one mentally disturbed but two has been like coddled with this weak mentality Mm -hmm. and then you put tools in their hands that you know I, i mean in my opinion this is my opinion somebody who possesses a firearm and i think everybody should should be a fucking warrior i think that should be their mindset they should be trained to some level i'm not saying they're all going to be you know um military grade you know knowledge in in handling of weapons like that but it should be something that is a rite of passage and should be something that's earned but also something that it's like no you got to be of this mindset before you can, you know, possess these skills. I think that's in anything in life. And we let kids just, I mean, become such soft, weak little 
you know, it's okay, we're going to protect you. And then they grow up or they have these experiences that set them off and they don't have any governors to control any of that shit. Structure or guidance and values. Yeah, they don't have anything. And that's the problem too is that they're like nihilistic. That's what they all also have in common. Yeah. All those shooters is they're nihilistic. And there's no, you know, and... You know, I, I tend to look at it as as well as what you're saying is also whatever's what's lacking is again back to the beautiful stuff. The you know, if there's no beauty in life, then what's the fucking point? Right, right. and know? so then they don't have any mm-hmm. like respect or regard for mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And then right? if you and if you tell people that there's no such thing as good and bad, you know, right? Then again, what's the point? You know, and then. Uh, and people wonder, you know, they don't know how to deal with life, right? Because yeah. life is is vicious, you know. And, and if you don't have, you know, I mean, I often feel this way, you know, just like groping for like, you know, structures and things to help me like deal with just like that, that fact, right? Um, and I can easily see how people could get nihilistic in this environment. You know, along with being weak and slugs and all that stuff. Yeah, it just adds fuel to the fire. And then yeah. the foods that they eat, their I, brains I, I, can't yeah. function and think I was, correctly. I was hearing or... someone like, you know, I wish I could like, like, you know, think this way or whatever. And I really understand what, you know, people like this mean. But he was saying how, like, this culture, like, lives in the mud. Like, how the, the, the philosophy of science would say that like if when you're like when someone's holding their child that that's just like a bundle of molecules but like no scientist actually acts that way like nobody you know acts as if that child is just like matter you know um and so you know what we've done is like to say that only matter matters and all that stuff is we've put our we've said the lowest thing is is what matters and so we just like live in the slime and the, you know, and, and then of course people, that's what their reaction is going to be. They're going to fucking shoot up places and kill their grandma and themselves. Did he die? Yeah. He, he got dead. killed. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Did he get shot by the she, police? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is, though, how does an 18 year old make it into a school with an AR and a handgun? I mean, it yeah. is sad Into to say that schools school. all going to be locked and shit now. Like when, when yeah. you're, you were reading that text, I had the thought the other day. I don't even know what's true, but you know, I went to my son's school and it's always locked. And there's like mm-hmm. a my last year of high school, they started mm-hmm. doing that. Is that I right? Mean, we had so many bomb threats and right. Yeah, so that's I guess what I was wondering stuff. is at what time that happened? Because when I think about being in elementary school, I don't think it was ever locked. You know? Yeah, uh, mine right. wasn't. Yeah. So that's just crazy. I, I don't think have to, it like, was have that thought now. back in those days. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I mean, I know junior sure high and high school weren't, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I can't think. I, I guess I can't remember junior high. I know. I mean, high school, we were locked down one time when there was an active shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was, you know, some dude who flipped out and killed some other people. It just so happened mm-hmm. to be in the area. Right. Um, but doors weren't locked. It was just there would be a teacher in front of different mm-hmm. doors, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, it was open campus. You'd come yeah. and go. And, so now it's like, like yeah. locked down. Isn't that crazy? And maybe yeah, that's, that's what you got to do, I guess. But I mean, uh, isn't that the case? If there's always somebody watching or standing, you know, by a door in an important building, so 
you know, a school is an important building. Yeah, it is weird <laughs> mm-hmm. that there's like security in every hospital, but yeah, mm-hmm. not in That's schools. Right. Yeah, employ all those people, right? Yeah, you gotta like hey, more jobs. Well, it's it's a weird thing though because I I don't know where I stand on that because mm-hmm. I mean when I was a kid I liked to break rules and right. I like to smoke so, right. weed Hopefully and the cop would yeah. be like then yeah do they the kids that are like well, we right i mean maybe they get very specific <laughs> like look you're here for one purpose only yeah. Yeah. and if kids are doing something else then that's Did out you of your jurisdiction have cops on duty at your school uh, there was a we security had, guard we had two security but there uh, were these two chicks these well, twins. We, we, like we had two dude. security guards but uh, we also would always have one cop that okay. was uh, like uh, 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 in my middle school and high school not in yeah. elementary yeah. school but we middle didn't. school and high school we always yeah, had one cop on duty and all all the high schools in pueblo too yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean that's what I'm saying. Like life was, life was good, and that would have fucked a lot of things up. But I guess a lot of things are fucked up right now because of cell phones. Because, I mean, half the shit that we did, mm-hmm. you know, like you'd be in so much trouble for nowadays. And you know, um, yeah. If they, had, if I had Facebook and high school like that would have been fucking terrible it would have been terrible because you don't know how to handle it you'd be fucking doing these stupid cock rock shots you know what i'm saying you'd be doing these things that when you get older you're going to look at and be like why did they let me have that tool Mm -hmm. to embarrass the fuck out of myself or to do something that's going to eliminate options further down the road in life i guess maybe that's why they like snapchat and stuff because it's like it disappears wherever they're all on instagram all those like high school yeah they right. i think they went from snapchat to tiktok and instagram because right. now nobody cares about whatever they put on uh, on these on right. these things yeah. <laughs> yeah. anybody following think... the world economic forum happening right now oh, shit. Right, a little bit it's a, a little bit yeah, yeah it's, I, it's still just wanted to get some on. thoughts um, care to elaborate, maybe uh, so like the first day they're in switzerland right now for davos for the their annual meeting and uh uh, the first scary thing that happened was, I think, just before the weekend, um, one of the major heads of Pfizer, or, or this guy was talking about, uh, he, he was speaking with one of the major heads of Pfizer and was just learning about a, um, essentially they're, they're going to start putting like a nano microchip. In. I heard that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I heard that that video was actually from two years ago and that it's been yeah. spreading around as if it was like a Well, it was, but, but they they were talking about it at the okay. summit as well. They're just, uh, the other, uh, they started talking about the advancements of that technology okay. and how, um, because then they could tell if you took the pill. That was that one. Yeah, the yeah. The chip would like send a signal to your doctor. So what they're talking about yeah. now with the development is that um, they can trace your carbon footprint at every step of the way. Oh, so man. literally every credit card transaction, every yeah. time you gas up, any like any well, little thing, ID, right? they're going to be. The well, isn't this right. what we asked for? More control on the carbon footprint, isn't yeah. this? So they're like, oh, you want this? It's okay, in the this name is how of it's going to happen. See, why can't? A shooter go in and shoot up a place like that. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to have shooters, which, again, the world needs victims. I think there's a balance that has to happen. But can't these people go Yeah, go shoot up yeah. something like that? Yeah. It isn't. It's not, though. I mean, right? Like, this is a very real, like, severity of the situation yeah. is at some point somebody's got to fucking 
intervene it's with these people. It's always the innocent ones that get fucking taken Right. Out. I mean, yeah. for sure. But it has more weight when that happens. Yeah. See, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's heavy. personally, I think I'm not advocating for any kind of violence or anything like that. But, you know, the people in the grocery store aren't fucking, you know, maybe there's assholes in there. I'm sure there are. But they're not like doing things like some of these that elected the bodies yeah, are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. if one of those got shot up one of these times, people, it would change. Like three walls and a, and a whole other continent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't get to them. Right. All those people. They got security guards. And, well, I've been following some yeah. journalists that are there, and they're, like, on the street, and there's some yeah. weird shit in that town. So for uh, this yeah. girl, Savannah, that I follow, she um, – she she does stuff with like Tim Cass sometimes she'll be on she's been on Tucker Carlson show she's worked for Alex Jones in the past uh, but she's doing her own thing now she um she was filming live on the streets there right when they got in and uh this guy Jack um Posobiec, I can't remember, I think yeah, yeah, he, yeah he got yeah. like detained by these officers with no reason they just <laughs> they recognized him probably from social media and they fucked with him for like close to three hours like they had him handcuffed for about an hour and a half or something and um it's like it, alex jones at the grove or whatever yeah <laughs> kind of but she it was. wasn't until she approached that they started like kind of realizing that they were on display and mm-hmm. she she showed that they weren't swedish police they were on the world economic mm-hmm. forum payroll like they had a different badge mm-hmm. right. they had a, a, their own yeah. like police squad there's so, many, there's so much and, like important people there yeah yeah yeah, yeah they have mad security she, she was also showing that they had fake storefronts like they had mm-hmm. put up fake storefronts for this event to like mm-hmm. make it look like there's like this happy little town there mm-hmm. and then there were some uh ukrainian um protesters there mm-hmm. some some lady uh, this girl crying about how if we didn't intervene on behalf of ukraine that uh we we were going to somehow worsen climate change by not getting involved in the war and then savannah asks her she's like well what do you what what's so bad right now? What what are the effects on on the climate if we don't get in into the war? She's just trying to ask her a real honest question. You see the girl realize she has no answer. It's almost like it's almost like she was like brainwashed saying what she was saying. Yeah. And when when MK she gets Ultra. the question, you can see her eyes aren't like quite there, and she's just like, oh, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't talk to you about this. And she just like. It's it's like it's almost like she wasn't a person. It's like you're watching a robot malfunction. It's it's one of the weirdest like clips that I've seen in a while. But yeah, so she intervenes with the Jack Posobiec guy, and then the cops like realize that they're being live streamed, and so they start changing their language a little bit. They uncuff him, and then eventually they let him go. But there's never any like we're detaining you for this reason. You're a threat or anything yeah. like they don't say anything to him. Mm-hmm. They're just holding him there. But look at what our president just came out with, though, yesterday, right after the shooting. It's all bipartisan. It's all mm-hmm. taken away firearms and people. Again, this is the once that happens, what people don't understand is that is the only thing that keeps the World Economic Forum and, and groups like that at bay is the United States having armed citizens. That's the only thing. When that is gone, then you're going to see a whole different approach. That's why they're going and doing these, you know, that uh, World Health Organization 
authorization for them to have control over like how are they going to know what the fuck's happening in or, or what's right for a city in North Dakota or a town in North Dakota, mm-hmm. right? You At know, the same time as right. yeah. fucking some African village. Right, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it's just for this control. And, and that's what, when shit like this happens, you got to wonder. I mean, I try not to be, again, the super conspiracy theorist now, but I'm so cynical about what's going on that... Is this a MK Ultra event? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that why there are all these young kids because they're so easy to manipulate and trigger, and it's so convenient? I mean, the human mind how, is susceptible. What? Yeah, as it's, it is. They're, more, they're the most and then, susceptible. Exactly. The younger you are, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for sure. And, and impressionable, and they Lotus. find, you know, that's where I think a lot of people don't even, you know, this is when we talk about like social media being something that if we had, but but people don't even understand that. That's what predators are looking for, whether it's a government predator. I heard this one that was pretty good. Like, again, relative to the groups, as I was saying before, like the people who are cancer. Like now, like back in the day, you would have some person that had some crazy thoughts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that would just be Joe down the street, the, the uncle of your friend. And yeah. He's got some crazy Crazy thoughts. war vet, yeah, you know. you know, and it's not really a big deal. You know right. what I mean? You kind of like, he talks crazy once in a while, and you're like, yeah, whatever. He's racist or whatever yeah. it is, you know. But nowadays, those people can like meet up online, and then they find each other, and all of a sudden, they make this whole other group, and then they get supported with their ideas. You know, they're like, "Oh yeah, the Earth is flat," and <laughs> or whatever, and um, uh, and, and they, get, they, they also get pushed right. They also get pushed to extremes, right? Exactly. Yeah, because um, you can feed off of that. Right, right. So now they like find each other. Yeah, and they. You know, do whatever. They fart in jars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get freaky with that shit, or they fucking go extreme ISIS. The fact right. that there's a market for that is, <laughs> man, it is discouraging. Right. When you it's think, just another proof of the matter. So you said this lady got, she made $250,000. Yeah, the, the article that I read, uh, she made. The Bachelorette. Bachelor. Um, yeah. And, uh-huh. In like a year or something? Like yeah, and then she had some health problems. How much was she selling each jar for? You know? I think they said ninety. I think that's what that's someone it? was saying. Dang, two hundred after a hundred bucks a pop. That's yeah. like a fucking. She's like a machine. She's, she's, got like, she's a fart more than that, man. I, <laughs> she's got like a. a she, she had a. She had a. <laughs> yeah. right, and, yeah. Okay, so like Ford I mean, like. every every how do you fart. To go? She was on a show, right? Yeah. So how do you accept to be in a show when you know you have problems? Well, they want the people with the problems on those shows. Yeah. But right? the they farting want... problems? No, I mean, like, you know, you're going to be around a bunch of people. It's, come on, what show was it? The Bachelorette show? Yeah. Maybe that's why she didn't get picked, because or, the or guy's the bachelor, like... Whatever the one is where there's whichever, a, it's the yeah. bunch of women for the dude. I think it was oh, on yeah, the Bachelorette. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. watch him, so yeah. I have no idea. He's like, this bitch keeps <laughs> farting all over the place. He's probably like, bitch, why don't you fucking <laughs> can those farts up and sell them? <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not going to marry you, but if you start canning those things... I drop a few dollars. <laughs> but, okay, but you know that not every fart is going to be a dry fart in there. So, does somebody, is that like, does it that an upcharge for, that. Yeah. <laughs> for the ones that have a little Isn't freckles like on it? Isn't this like a health hazard That's of crazy. sorts? Yeah. $100, yeah. how many hundreds are in 250000 That's a lot of jars. Right? Oh yeah. my goodness. So, yeah, that's why I think she that's had the health problems. Business. <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty five hundred jars. Or something. 
<laughs> I would start to question um, the origin of these jars at that point. Right. They are they. Yeah. Are they authentic? Yeah. <laughs> The authenticity. Right. Did she get sponsored by, like, Ball? You know, because Ball is the, one of the big canning jar companies. <laughs> she's got her Ball shirt on while she's farting in jars. Like, there's definitely fabricated things. But, I mean, for $90. Yeah. And that's crazy, too, that there would be, like, I bet some dudes would buy a lot of jars. Like, you would get, like, 10 jars or whatever. But, I just spent 900 bucks. What if you had a room full of jars? <laughs> Right. There's some guy that just smell? bought a variety and he's like, I'm going to test them all out right, right. now. We're see what and did she have different days? Like, was she like, oh, this is Taco Tuesday? Right. Oh she laid them. Oh. That's how you buy them on her site. It's I'm like running a special peppers. this week. We had tostadas last night. <laughs> we got a lot built up, so the price is a little oh lower God, $50 a jar. <laughs> But it's pretty weird that there is a market, yes, that yeah, somebody is yeah. willing to purchase these things. It's very For true. what is my question. Yeah. yeah. To have a room full of jars. Right. And Collection. What do you do? You walk over to someone's house and they've got, you know, like the fireplace mantle, but then they Their just got all these jars that look jars. empty up there. You're going to know now what it is. You're like, oh. Why is there a jar label? <laughs> oh, don't open that one. Don't open that, that one. That one's Sabrina. That one's a rare one. <laughs> Or would they that, that's a 2021 20, Sabrina. <laughs> it's been aged for seven months. I'm waiting for a special day. Uh, like then he just cracks it. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> you gotta save it. You just gotta burp. You gotta burp the can. <laughs> the truth is, right? Can that can't last? Can it? Like you gotta I was ship wondering. it. It's like two weeks later. You right. Know what I mean? Like there's nothing in there. but it's similar to like i don't know imagine you keep say there's some crazy um fan and you drop like your hat or something and Mm -hmm. then they steal it or maybe you accidentally brush against them while they were wearing a specific shirt and they want to keep that shirt it becomes yes technically there's not really anything of you over time but it touched it it you know mm-hmm. yeah. so, so, just so on that note touching her butt the rim of this jar it helped. was on the rim of her ass <laughs> it's a new type of rim <laughs> yeah people are fucking creepy man people are creepy like i said i i would just never when that was told to me i was like what are you fucking kidding me I'm very happy you made it into the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because it's not even tangible. I get, like, dudes wanting chicks' underwear and stuff like that. I get it. It's tangible, right? It's a different purpose. It's similar. It's similar. It's a little less tangible. Right. Well, it's just the jar. Maybe the imagination's part of the lure. Right. Right. Yeah, we were talking about that. It was like that art project or that art piece that that dude sold that was... the invisible sculpture or whatever. The nothing that he sold. (laughs) The certificate. And someone's like, oh my God, let's... That's interesting. Yeah, but you're right. Because then, especially if the girl has like a website or an OnlyFans, so it's like amongst all this other stuff, then you're getting like the souvenir, like you're saying, like the jacket that's touched by the movie yeah. star or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And then if like, you know, there's not even, depending on, so 3,000, let's just say she did 3,000 fart jars. I mean, that's a lot of numbers. It's not like you've got... 
you know, unless the first 10 or something were like have her signature or some shit like that. You know, they're the collector. Be 30, 000, right? The collector item. 30, 000. Sorry, not the, you said no. three. For what? I don't know. How often was she? If it was, yeah, it would, it would, be, it would be 25,000 jars. It would be that many. If. To be $250,000 if it was 100 bucks. Oh, each. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 250000 right. Sorry. I, I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it was at 90 bucks a pop, it's 2,778. Yeah. So that seems doable. Yeah, I mean, it's more doable. <laughs> Especially if you had a team. It's, it's feasible. Yeah, right, like it doesn't yeah. sound that far of a stretch. Right. Well, okay, so I wonder over like, over what time period? Like how long? It, she, it was it about was like, a year, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah so how many then is that a day? How many? What is if the she does it, If she's working, well, if, <laughs> if she's working with five days a week. She could have been popping what? A, Only serious talks here. Sixty-five days a year. You could do ten That's a day. That's ten a day, like almost. Day. Yeah. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta have your days off, right? You can't be <laughs> yeah. farting okay, 12, every day. Twelve a day. Twelve a day. Right. That's not too bad. Twelve a day. And then one one like one bad meal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> taco one Taco Tuesday. All She's right, like, so you know what? I gotta work. <laughs> yeah, right. She's <laughs> like, I'm working overtime today, hon. I can't meet up. <laughs> You don't want to come over because <laughs> a few a of day. them have spilled over. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. <sighs> well, yeah. all right. It's a nice serious way to end the podcast. Yeah, good. there you go. Right. On that note. On that note, <laughs> fart jars. <laughs> don't forget to follow and subscribe. Ascent420 Photography is a cool page on Instagram, but we have obviously YouTube, Ascent420, and then we also have an Ascent420 Collective page that we're starting just recently <laughs> um, you will not yeah. find any fart jars on this no website. fart jars in no. there don't forget fart jars follow not and subscribe excited. and stay classy considering today's topic it's pretty classy yeah <laughs>